Brandon Clay with Brandon Clay Scouting. Appreciate you tuning in to another podcast. A lot going on, obviously, in the world today, you know, with the, the pandemic. Uh, that extends to grassroots basketball. No, Nobody is, is exempt here. Um, the NCAA coming out with a ruling that the dead period, as it pertains to their Division One, Division Two coaches going off campus, will extend all the way now to May 31st which eliminates the spring evaluation periods for the boys. Obviously, both of those are in April. For the girls, late April and then mid-May. I think that turns recruiting digital. Um, I've been telling people, and we'll say the same in our, our studio show later on today, I don't think that we're going to get July as of this moment. You know, you look at, again, the world around us, the Olympics, you look at Wimbledon, uh, you look at some of the things that are being canceled far in advance, and and I don't I don't see that we get a July recruiting period. Maybe they come back and supplement that with the fall. Who knows where we go from from here in that regard? But I think to be prepared, if you're a kid in the 21, really through 2023 classes, um, heaven forbid you're an available senior right now, having a third party available to you, you know, somebody that's going to promote your game, who's not your club coach, high school coach, parent, or yourself. I know that we have a program that, that services kids, but there are programs all across the country that, that do a good job of marketing players and making sure that your information winds up in the hands of the people that it needs to wind up with, especially now if you don't have club fees for April and May, taking those fees and then maybe utilizing those in a different way to keep yourself extremely relevant and in the conversation with schools. I've talked to a couple of schools, different levels, Division One, Division Two. Uh, and their 2021 boards are thin, right? You know, they were looking to supplement those in April, May. Well, what about 2022? Well, most of them haven't started outside of the key kids in their area. They haven't even really gotten a jump on that. So I think enlisting a third party to be able to help is always a great idea. One young lady who has done a good job of that over the years is Hannah Fuller out of South Carolina. Uh, she's hearing from Campbell, from Radford, amongst others. Flat out shoot the basketball. Stands at about 5'9 now. Long, lean, can score it, can play through contact. Uh, really bright kid, too, off the floor. High academic kid, just gets it. Gym rat. And I think she's one of those kids that really look forward to seeing what happens with her. Like I said, out of the Greenville, South Carolina area this springtime. I think that her recruiting, uh, she's a kid who will really benefit from the, the downtime for coaches to be able to sit and kind of uh, sift through. Doesn't play for a big-name high school. Uh, club team does a good job of getting out to events on the circuit. But a lot of times, kids that don't go to big-name high schools kind of sit dormant during the school year now in terms of their recruiting. Full is a kid to keep an eye on. I think she's a must-watch here as the summer gets started. Uh, make sure you check our page out on PeachStateBasketball.com. You can search Hannah Fuller. Big news, Oregon State adds another dynamic elite 50 type prospect. They've done a great job out there. You talk about a whole staff wise. Obviously, Scott Ruitt gets a lot of credit, but you know, it's Jonas, it's Brian, it's Katie, it's the whole staff really putting things together. Whether it's going to Arkansas, getting Sasha Goforth, coming to Atlanta to get Savannah Samuel in 2020. Now they go north to Illinois to get Greta Camp Shorter in 2021. Uh, Greta came to the Brandon Clay Scouting All-American Showcase a couple of years back, and I was impressed with her frame at that point, you know, college type of frame, even as an underclassman in high school, and she just continues to fill out. She, she competes, and I tell the story all the time, watched her in a high school setting that following year. I'd seen her in the fall at our showcase work with her, loved her. 
she gets to play Bria Beal's high school team in a back gym at Fremd High School. Big shout out to Dave Yates. He does a great job with that event every year. And Camp Shorter didn't back down from a thing. Like, it was very evident how good Beal was. And you didn't leave thinking that Camp Shorter was any less than what you thought walking in the door, which can easily happen when you play against a kid as good as Beal. You can you leave and you're almost questioning yourself. And, uh, you know, that really, for me, was kind of the signature stamp moment. I think those two events in that small 90-day window, her training with us, and then be able to take that same outlook from the training and be able to apply that to a major matchup with a kid like Beal really cemented Camp Shorter as a legitimate power five option at the position. And she brings size, length, and versatility to the back slash front court for Oregon State. I think she could play the two, the three. They're so long and tall that it's hard to play small ball. But if you played small ball, you potentially could play her at the four, even for stretches, I believe, depending on how they want to play out there. Kansas State at Serena Sundell out of Maryville High School in Missouri. I love Kansas State unique uh, not as long as an Oregon State player for player, but they play with a similar type of length and they do a great job of developing kids. You look at the run that they've had. You know, Ioka Lee is the, the latest one, had a great freshman campaign. Uh, Peyton Williams, I mean, they just have done a great job with kids coming in who had talent, multiple bases of clay, so to speak. And I think Sundell's another one of those kids. Obviously, very different than either Peyton or Lee in terms of how she plays. You know, Definite wing player at the next level. Slender build, but smooth, can handle it. You know, the way I talked about Cam Shorter playing the one through the four. So I think Sundell could play the one or two through the four. Excuse me. I think Sundell could play the one through the three for you potentially. Uh, could handle it, put you in a point forward type of situation, allow you to run pin downs the way the Golden State Warriors did with Draymond on the ball. Immediate pin downs for both Steph and Clay to get them open jumpers quick if you want that. Uh, but she also can play off the ball and they can shoot it and score it. Enjoy watching her team, you know, this past summer on the club circuit. Uh, I think that she brings a lot to the table. And she brings the length that Jeff Mitty wants. You know, Brian Osterman and those guys are always locked in with them. And they talk about adding length to that matchup zone that they like to play defensively. And Serena fits that to a T. Last but not least, taking a peek down the road at the class of 2022. Jordan Melmans is another kid who's done a great job of really putting herself in position to be noticed. Uh, playing with Wisconsin Flight, you know, one of the best teams in the country, regardless of circuit. Nick Levy's done a great job there. And Melmans is a part of our Brandon Clay SP program, you know, marketing, being able to just talk about different kids and what they bring to the table. Almost six feet now. Plays off the ball, can really score it, right? Can shoot it. I remember a play last summer, Cammy Pepler, who's on her team, who's already committed, gets downhill, and Melman's in the corner by herself. And I look at one of our guys, Jonathan Hemingway, he's on my left shoulder, and I go, if she gets this, it's in. It's three. Ball gets kicked because Pepler's a great point guard, and she makes the pass she's supposed to make. Melman's catches it, releases it, splash. <laughs> I look at Hemingway, laugh, and I walk off to the next court. Her recruitment reflects the type of confidence that I have in her game. Multiple schools have it in her game. Creighton, Green Bay, Illinois State, Marquette, and Milwaukee. And I think she's a kid that honestly, even without the summer, assuming that we don't have it, the floodgates are going to open for her. Uh, she's just too talented 
too good of a kid. Family's fantastic. And again, you talk about academics like we talked about with Fuller to lead the show. Melman's has the same type of profile there as well. So excited to watch what happens with her progress during the year. Obviously, big shout out to Oregon State, Kansas State, and Hannah Fuller as well. As always, this is Brandon Clay. Until next time, any gym is home.